Welcome to GleeCast. The twice monthly home of movies about Glee or dancing or singing or something. It's just stuff we want to watch. Just go with it. And casting. Here are your hosts, Emily and Erica. Erica, I got one word for you. What's that one word, Emily? Camouflage. <laughs> Montage. Uh, we are here today, everybody. I'm Emily. I'm Erica. This is GleeCast 2.5.0. Well, yeah, technically it's like our fifth season of GleeCast. Right, so 5.1 episode, but it's sort of new format, so it's sort of like 5.2.1. Yeah, two, version 5.2.1. Yeah, that works. Something like that. Or version yeah. 2.5.1. Yeah, we'll we'll think of a catchier name for it. But anyway, um, with our new format, as we have previously announced, we are going to be instead of focusing on Glee, we're going to be focusing on musicals that make us gleeful. Yes. Mm-hmm. And things that make us happy. Things that make us happy, Which like Glee hasn't done in a long time. Like whiskers on kittens and brown colored mittens. brown paper packages all tied yeah, up. Yeah. Thank you. And kittens with mittens? Where are the mittens? No, I don't know. Warm woolen mittens. Warm woolen mittens. Remember, uh, it's my Yankee candle. It's the best Yankee yes, candle. Yeah. Yes, I do. I have candles burning today, by the way. I meant to light one before we started, but I forgot. Oh, and what do you know? The one I have burning is a Yankee candle. It is, um, let's see if I can read it, it is South African Vineyard. Uh, World Journeys is the series it is from. Oh. I don't, I don't know. It's very fancy. I could actually I, light whiskers on kittens. Ugh. No, no! Leave me order alone. That is mean. That's gonna <laughs> that's gonna compromise her sense of 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 self. We always um consider tri- Joplin has really big whiskers. Like she's really tiny, but her whiskers are really long. And I always wonder if she wants me to cut them, but of course I wouldn't because then she would be as clumsy as Mookie, who's biting me right now. Stop that. That hurts Stop them. It. Thank you. I know I would never do it. Yeah. No. no Mirner has one like one of her whiskers at the end has a curl. Just one of them, though. And I don't know why. Like, it's just, it's weird. Like, someone, like, it just curled. Like, she had one curly hair. Anyway. Yeah. Um, We're going to talk about cats today. Yeah. Apparently, this is cat cast. I don't cat know. Cast. No, we are actually going to talk about a little movie. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. Um, now, in the past, we have covered three of these movies. This is the fourth one, the newest one. And that is Step Up for Revolution. Yeah, technically just Step Up Revolution. But I, that really bothers me that there's no four in it, because all the other ones had two, had numbers that they worked into the title. So it was Step Up to the Streets and Step Up 3D. So to me, Step Up for Revolution makes perfect sense. I don't know why they didn't put it in there. I don't know. And it's not like I understand the whole, like, a lot of sequels want to get the numbers out of there because they're nervous that people see the number and think, oh, but I didn't see Step Up 3, so why would I go see Step Up 4? Um, but Step Up 4 does continue the story as we find out towards the end of the movie. So it is an actual sequel. It is, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Step Up 4. Now, we, uh, if you go to her feed, you can indeed find our, we did a like two-hour episode. It was very drunk. It was very wonderful on Step Up 1, 2, and 3. Yes. Um, you could find all our episodes there because they're all there now. Yes. Thank you to the hard work of Erica and uploading our whole back catalog. It's all there. Uh, including our our epic, uh, that was kind of our, our first big epic podcast. I feel like it was. It was. And I, it yeah. was a big one. Yeah, and I think it was a good one because it involved a. Was it the Sam Adams pack I had? It was some good mixed beer pack, Saranac, I think. 
Uh, yeah, so you can listen to that as a precursor. Today we are going to talk about Step Up 4 Revolution. We are. Where, mm-hmm. where should we start? Um, well, you know, we, we've talked about how, like, with a lot of these movies, we want to talk a little about background, but there's very little background to the Step Up movies. Step Up 1, as we know, was kind of a low-budget dance romance movie that was awful, but somehow made money, so they were like, oh, let's keep doing it. And then by Step Up 2, they learned what people actually cared about was the dancing, and that's all they were. They were just fun, um, very lighthearted, very earnest, very sweet movies that always involved uh, people falling in love and dance. Sorry, I just wanted to get that. I mean, that's pretty So with Step Up 4, we do have Revolution added in there. Uh, this one, um, now Step Up 3D, I thought it kind of bombed at the box office. I think it kind of like just made its money back, but I believe, or at least in the States it did. I have a feeling these might have done better overseas and they're, and the main thing, they're really cheap to make. None of these have big stars, unless you count Peter Gallagher, of course. Uh, none of these movies have, I mean, the 3D like added cost and we obviously didn't see this one in 3d um but for the most part these are pretty easily filmable dance movies that your odds of making money on are, are pretty good well and i just feel like they're very incestuous too like the guy who directed this scott spear he mm-hmm. is involved with lxd yeah. obviously we saw a ton of lxd dancers in there mm-hmm. um Catherine McCormick, the main lead, is from So You Think You Could Dance. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if she won or not. I should probably actually look it up. Um, mm-hmm. And then the um, Mia and Michaels Peter, yeah. is is a judge on So You Think You Could Dance. Wait, who is she in this? She's the um, the director the the director of the dance troupe that the main girl wants to get into. Oh, I was wondering her tips and stuff. I was trying to figure that out because I couldn't, I didn't catch the character's name. And the whole time I'm like, she has to be someone because she's yeah. she has such a she's not a good like she doesn't know how to deliver lines, so she must be someone famous that's not an actor. Yeah. That makes sense now. Okay, she's a really famous. Uh, well, I don't know, really famous, but she's a, she's a well known choreographer and uh, a judge on. So you think you can okay? Dance. And of course, you also have Peter Gallagher, who is in every um, dance centric or uh, save the rec center esque movie in the last couple of years. Yes. Um, and then our male lead, you. Need to catch up on a little beautiful show that um, you were not caught up on because he is a main character in Pretty Little Liars now. (gasps) Oh, no, he's not. Yes, he is. God damn it. I have, I've been, I started, I told you, I started recording them, but I had to start at like episode six. So, and the other five aren't on demand. So what do I do, Erica? Where do I watch them? Well, we'll have that discussion when we get off recording something. Okay. Because you need to just catch up because it's going to drive me crazy. It's like, I think it's ending again now though. I know. I, 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 cause I saw something. I currently have ABC family muted because Goonies is on and they advertise something about like summer finale of Pretty Little Life. So yeah. And then it'll be back for the winter for like December or January. I think it comes back like January or something. I don't remember. Um, so Ryan Guzman, uh, does he dance in Pretty Little Liars? No, actually, I watched this this film with um with Brienne, and we were talking about it because she's obviously also a Pretty Little Liars fan, mm-hmm. and uh, she said that she looked him up and like everything he's known for is martial arts, which is also what he's doing on Pre- Pretty Little Liars. It's a a character note for okay. his character. Um, it's where another character meets him. So 
It doesn't Does it have to do with Arya's, uh, like, the guy she grew up with who was in the fight club. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. So, okay, um, I got it. No, it's, no. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. They're oh, very so Brienne looks him up and everything about him is like MMA, mixed martial arts. Like, well, that means the same thing. But everything about him <laughs> is about fighting and and MMA and nothing about dancing and then all of a sudden then see dances and it was very strange anyway all right so um why don't i go through a very brief synopsis of step up four uh i i didn't write anything down but here's the story of step up well, four. Wait, we could we could basically sum it up in one in one sentence you realize that right um please, please it's share. every aspect of the first three films in one film it's every major storyline of the first three films in this film you have yes. Yes, boy and you. you know boy from well girl, wrong side of the tracks boy from the wrong side of the tracks save the rec center mm-hmm. in this and, case it saved the commu- the whole community yeah and conflict of like, of a classical dance well the um yeah exactly yeah and the pressure of live a you know normal life or be a dancer right so yeah, it's you're all right. it's the other three movies in one movie and flash mob and flash mobs and yes. flash mob <laughs> Yeah, uh, this one is set in Miami, which means everybody is tan and, you know, doesn't have to wear a lot of clothing and gets to dance outside a lot. And that, yeah, you're right. That's pretty much it. We've got um, a character named Emily, what, what, Rachel Ruth, <laughs> uh, who is the daughter of Peter Gallagher, who is an evil land developer. He's not really evil. I mean, he's very greedy. But, of course, um, since he's the father of our heroine, like, he, he can't be that evil. And so he's going to buy out this big property that's, like, this big Cuban, I guess Cuban-American? I Cuban-American in that, like, really white way um, where everybody's kind of white and then there's, like, the one guy who owns a bar who's Cuban. Yeah. Uh, I assume. maybe I might be wrong about Maybe they never said Cuban, but it was kind of implied. Well, um, it's Miami, I think. Miami, it's right. Inferred. Yeah. So, essentially, like, this dance group is trying to get – like, first they're just trying to win this YouTube competition to get money – but then it turns into they can save their land if they can get the rest Money, of the yeah. world to to not support his greedy land developing plan. Right. And it becomes a revolution. A revolution. Uh, including, well, because there are quite a few key lines, including uh, the one where it's enough with protest art, with performance art. It's time for protest art. Yep. So we get socially relevant in this one. And yeah, that's basically the film. Yeah, it's like oh, all... and then and then Emily has the storyline of my dad told me I have until the end of the summer to become yes. a dancer, Deadline. Deadline. or or else I have to go to college. No, I thought it's I or else I, I, have, or to I have to go work with him and like become CEO of this million dollar company. I have to go work for him in Cincinnati. Cleveland. That's what it was. Cleveland. 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 Like Cincinnati. Oh, okay, you know, but like Cleveland. What's in Cleveland? No. Come on. The Browns. Come on. Who wants right. to see the Browns play? Sorry, it's draft right. day. So. Ooh, okay. Good luck. Thanks. Um, but anyway, so that's the last storyline. Is right. Her. And so then within that, you also have a little bit of conflict with Sean, who is your male lead, who of course falls in love with Emily, uh, and like his friend is all mad because his his friend is the token angry character that gets mm-hmm. angry at things. Um, but it's. Well, he really? lies to him, though. He does lie to him, yes. But, for, I mean, for good reason, really. Uh, they don't be- tell 
like they 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 have the mob, which is their dance troupe, mm-hmm. and they name for her dance. Yeah, it is. They don't tell the mob that she's the that she's Eyebrow's daughter. Right. They just say that she's another dancer, and he vouches for her, and that's why she should join. Mm-hmm. So when Eddie, that was his name, right? Yes. Eddie? Yes. yes. Terrible actor. Yes. Eddie with a Y, um, who thinks he's Justin Timberlake. He wears he's a lot like, of fedoras. He's like four foot nine. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a little angry man syndrome. But um, so when he does some research and finds out that she's actually Eyebrow's daughter, he gets very, very angry for no mm-hmm. r- real reason. And basically up to this point, they've kind of helped shift the town sentiment into their favor. So at this point, it almost seems like Eyebrows might not be able to buy up the land because now the whole town is like, because now like Jimmy Kimmel and Ellen and Mario Lopez are like commenting Jimmy on <laughs> Both of them. I said, and Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel, right? Yes. Um, so, like, and now, like, the whole world is like, "Whoa, this dance troupe doesn't want eyebrows to buy up their land, so we support the dance troupe." But then, little short, angry guy stages like angry protest dance art, yeah. where they break into like this big party going on, and they wear gas masks and they like release tear gas or something, and they dance angry dancing. And then there's some violence, and that's when they reveal that Emily is Eyebrows' daughter. Uh, and so then Town Sentiment's like, whoa, land develop, Eyebrows, go for it. <laughs> uh, but then, thankfully, um, not really a spoiler alert, because you knew there was a giant finale dance thing coming up. We get, like, a nice 25-minute dance segment. Yeah. Should we just talk about the dance segments? I think I've we should. We'll, we'll just move from dance segment yeah. to dance. Anybody watching these movies is watching them... I imagine for the dancing, because like all of them, I mean, other than the first movie, which we've talked about is shit, the dancing in these movies is absolutely incredible. Yes. Um, and again, it is all of these movies are just 80s dance movies with the Internet that the, even the, the costuming feels like an 80s dance movie. Uh, so the first dance, we get like the opening dance intro where it's just a whole bunch of like it's a traffic jam on the streets of Miami and all of a sudden shit happens and People are dancing on cars and the cars are dancing. Yep. And I think, I think my favorite aspect of each, um, each mob that the mob does, mm-hmm. each performance, we'll say, is that they have a resident artist who doesn't say anything, but he always leaves a piece of art that he makes during the dance that says the mob. So you know who did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, in this first one, he has panes of glass and they're kind of like stacked behind each other and there's a different piece of art on each one so it's very dimensional and it says the mob and it's very exciting um but i thought that was a really interesting aspect to throw in although it was kind of ridiculous that he just didn't (laughs) talk and then his one line didn't actually mean anything talking yeah yeah um but yeah i thought that was an interesting piece to put in i agree i agree it's cool because it just kind of adds like one more piece of art to this you know in, in these movies you just kind of have like dancing is the only art you have but it's just like adding this one other segment. And again, it also feels like he might as well just be doing graffiti, like, because it's so 80s. Yeah. So perfectly. Exactly. Uh, so then our next dance uh, mob performance. I really like this one. Oh, God, I love this one. It's really good. So they decide there's this big art gallery is doing this big opening. And what they do is, and it's very, like, uh, heisty, because it takes a lot of planning to do. Essentially, they kind of take over the art installation art party uh, by like kind of sneaking in beforehand and camouflaging themselves so they're they look like pieces of art. Like, so, like you're walking around looking at a painting and you don't realize that there's a dude just pressed up against it, camouflage. And then at a certain point the music changes and all of a sudden all this art stuff starts dancing. Yeah, 
And a couple of them were statues. Mm-hmm. I really like the jellyfish ladies. Jellyfish ladies are cool. They were in like tutus and doing ballet and they look like mm-hmm. jellyfish. It was really and it's cool because cool. even like the art gallery owner recognizes and understands like, nope, don't call the cops. This is better PR than I could possibly get them on with yeah. my own. Because it's very, again, like up to the first couple points, it's very respectful. It's very much um, like it's not like they're not destroying anything. They're not... Um, uh, doing anything aggressive. It's just here is this great setting that they're inspired by and they're going to use it to show off what they can do kind of thing. So it's, I mean, it's artistic and it's like, it doesn't make anybody angry really. It's, it makes everybody that's there is happy and thrilled with it. And at this point still, they're just kind of doing it for this YouTube contest and to kind of show off themselves. It has nothing, it's not political yet. Because if they get 10 million hits, they get a hundred grand. hundred grand. And what are they going to do with a hundred grand? I don't remember. I don't know that they had any plan. I would they just wanted the money. <laughs> you know, split between like the, the 42 what, like, of them. People that are in the band. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next we go to a very posh modern restaurant. This was actually my favorite. Really? Yeah, it was. I really liked it. Okay. Okay. Why, why was this your favorite? Um, I just liked the, the dance a lot and I liked the use of the table, even though the people, I was watching with Brienne and her fiance, Dan, and they were like, but she's barefoot on the restaurant table. Now people have to go eat there. That's the whole time. Like I was very distracted by the fact that if I had come to this restaurant to eat, like I probably would have enjoyed the performance, but I also would have been like, um, you know what? I'll take the check. <laughs> Cause like they are like, they're barefoot dancing. They're on tables. And I'm like, this is kind of, kind of unsanitary. It was a little unsanitary, but well, I don't know. It, I just liked the – it wasn't so much the concept of it being in the restaurant or anything, but I liked the costuming and yeah. the dance itself. And it was cool because it was very much – it was, like, the one girl with all the guys dancing, so it's a lot of, like, throwing her around and stuff. Yeah. And it was really – like, the costuming was really cool. Yeah, it, it was a they pretty – They got on, like, masquerade masks. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was just a cool dance. I liked it. I think it was my favorite. Okay. Um, the next one is where we start getting into protest oh. art. Wait, we didn't talk about the fork sculpture. Oh, right. I made that note, too, because it was awesome. Because there's what our artist who I forget his name. Did I write his name down? Mercury. Okay. So Mercury takes all these forks and utensils and he like stacks and positions them in a way so that it spells out the mob. But he's obviously also the character that doesn't talk. So I had this really great vision of him like all week long, just like stacking forks and not, and like, (laughs) you know, making motions like he's swearing and spitting out all these expletives, but he's not actually saying anything. And it was just really funny in my head. Um, I like the idea that that's actually how he communicates in general. It's like, (laughs) like they're going to the store and he's got to tell them like he needs more things. So he's like taking like all the forks in the house and laying out his grocery list. (laughs) Yeah. He's just, that's when he's making a sculpture out of forks to yes. save bread to express what he needs. milk <laughs> and they're like white bread he's like and he's like gotta say wheat bread so he's gotta redo the whole thing yeah and then he's like more forks yep <laughs> need more silverware yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of forks guys <laughs> anyway i really like the fork sculpture so and we I didn't say that the art gallery one he just used a computer to like graffiti um the mob on the outside of the art gallery. Oh, right, right. It right. was just a projection. Gotcha. Okay, now we can go to the, this okay, is where the so protest Okay, now we're starts. at protest art, and it's pretty cool, because there's a board meeting going on with uh, the, um, Peter Gallagher has, like, a young assistant who's, of course, a villain. His name is Trip, and he's got blonde hair, so he's evil. 
And so Trip is having a business meeting with all these investors to buy up the land from the, the nice people. And there's a fire alarm goes off. They're like, so everybody has to evacuate. But all of a sudden, there's all these people in suits with suitcases, and they're walking around. They just freeze. And then eventually, they start dancing. And that's where it's like this really cool dance, and there's money flying around, and it ends with them like basically saying, like, we are not for sale. And that's their protest about buying yeah. up the land. They build this gigantic robot outside the building. Yeah. What the? How the fuck did they do that so quickly? <laughs> And that's kind of like when Peter Gallagher's like, oh, it's just kids. They're like, no, 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 kids just built a fucking robot. Kids yeah. can't do that. And, kids um, just choreographed like 90 people doing a dance. And my other favorite thing is that they were throwing all this money around and they never like if they had made a point to show it and it, it like said it's something on money. it. Or, or yeah. Yeah. Then I would have been fine with it. But it looked like real money. And I'm like, dude, you're trying to win 100 grand and you're just throwing this money all over the place. It made me laugh. Yeah, but I really liked this one for me. This it was a good one. Probably my favorite other than the finale, which, of course, was ridiculous. So. Yeah. But this one was good, was fun. And it was, again, like, it just, within this movie, um, something that I really did love was just how different all of the dances were. Because mm-hmm. you had, like, each, uh, I mean, this really, in a way, it's a musical just without singing. Because the dancing is done in such a way where it feels like you're watching the arc of a musical. And the dances are all significantly, like, fresh and different, both compared to each other and compared to the other movies. Like, it really feels like they went all out and, like, and knew with this one, they're like, all right, well, you know, we'll have a romance and stuff, but let's focus on the dancing. Yeah, and do I feel like there, at some point, there was, um, I feel like there's a relationship between Emily and Tripp on the cutting room floor somewhere. Oh, God, yes. Do, yeah, because you got that awkward shot when they first meet when Emily and Sean first meet and then she sees trip and she runs away. And, and later, like there's like where he, you know, he asks her to the thing and she kind of says like, Oh, he's just trying to suck up to my dad. But yeah, you definitely get the sense that there was probably just, I mean, this movie was pretty short. I'm pretty, I, yeah, it was 97 minutes. Yeah. And you imagine that they probably had more just character stuff and they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We just want to see dancing. Yeah. Which is the right choice. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Um, so then we have angry protest. Angry protest dancing. <laughs> Where um, I, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, oh, it gets ugly. And then a character says, we took something beautiful and we made it ugly. <laughs> uh, yep, thank you. you. You nailed it right there. So this is, there's like the big party for the investors. And Sean doesn't know about this. And Emily doesn't know about this. Because um, Eddie with a Y kind of takes over and is like, oh, I'll show them. And he gets everybody to don gas masks and dance angry at the big thing. And people get arrested and it's ugly. And suddenly it's, you know, then we get a sad montage. We get a lot of montages in this movie, actually. Yeah. We, we get training montages. We get like camouflage montages. Yeah. Trampoline montages. Trampoline montages. A lot of like planning, like the whole art gallery scene. There's like a two minute montage of them planning for it. And then again, like, they probably had scenes. They're like, fuck it. We'll just put it in a montage. <laughs> a montage. So in this one, we get the montage of like Cuban guys packing and he's sad and the guys aren't talking. And Emily has, was going to dance a duet, but instead has to dance a solo to audition and she doesn't get it. And so it's all like sad montage. Yeah. And during, well, prior to that sad montage, we had the two of them practicing. Did you find it absolutely ridiculous that they're practicing like in the surf <laughs> of the ocean? Cause, like, <laughs> yeah. Cause it's not like she was auditioning on the ocean. Yeah. 
And like, it's, she's auditioning like on a dance floor in a studio. Like, but like I, they have to dance like like when they're dancing, they have to like dodge waves. I feel like they were trying to do like, oh, Dirty Dancing had oh, like the most famous water scene ever. But it's like, yeah, but that like had a point because right. you're lighter in water, so they could do the lift. Like, yeah, you guys don't need that. You're like, you're not actually in the water doing this. <laughs> you're standing where the waves are crashing, which just seems like you're adding some uh, uh, some resistance that you don't need. You're making it more difficult than it needs to be. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so finally, um, we get to the finale where uh, we have the big, um, it's going to be like the big ribbon cutting ceremony where Peter Gallagher is going to like start building. And so there's a big, everybody's sitting there watching the mayor gets up there and gives a speech. And then like, just as stuff is going to start to start happening. Oh my God. Everybody in the world comes out and dances in every part of Miami. Yes. There's on trampolines, trampolines. A Chicanahay, yes, you will. <laughs> we both have the same note. <laughs> Which we do. Um, there is, and there's bungee dancing. Yep. Um, there is the girl, like the girls come out and do this dance. And then at this, this is the best part is I was watching this at night. Um, Brandon came home right as this was starting. Like this scene was starting and he's just watching it. And I just like, I can look at him and I can just see like the face change of like, oh my, they, now they're going to, oh, they, yes, they did. Oh, and they, <laughs> yes, they did. Cause it's just such a, like everything you're like, are they, is the mayor going to start dancing? Yeah. The mayor's <laughs> going to start dancing. Uh, the mayor was funny. I didn't know he was the mayor. I, was, I wasn't paying close enough attention. Honestly. Yeah, like, they introduced the mayor earlier and he just seems like he, like he, cause he looks very white and like, he's just, you know, and all of a sudden, like once the dancing starts, he's like, I caramba. The, here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like a terrible racist. I thought that he was the old guy who owned the bar. It dressed up <laughs> in a suit to watch them dance, like to watch him dance. And I thought he was dancing. And then I was like, oh wait, no, that guy's over there in a Hawaiian print shirt. That's not the same guy. Whoops. My very white generic Cuban actors are getting confused. Well, well I have a comment about the white, some of the whiteness of this movie. Yes, I know you do. Um, so we get, so everybody's dancing, like. It's dancing where, like, everybody has to get up and, like, walk to the next part where people are dancing to. Um, and then all, like, so then Trip, who's, like, your token villain, like, sees a police officer and he's like, aren't you going to do something? And what happens, Erica? It's, he's a cop. Is he robot cop? He's robot yeah, cop. Yeah, he's robot cop. So remember in Step Up 3D, everybody, the guy who did the robot? Yeah, he comes back in Step Up 4. Well, and he's a member of the LXD. Right, 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 right. Well, there's, okay. I mean, I guess there's a couple people like that here. We get, we'll get to the other great cameo. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, so Robot Cop starts doing the robot and everybody's doing the robot and it's amazing. Um, and that's when you get to the trampolining. You get the girl, the like little Asian girl from Step Up 3. Uh, she might have also been in Step Up 2. Um, she like comes out and leads the girls in a dance and stuff. And then the mayor's all like, I'm not going to tear this community down. They got dancing girls. <laughs> And then, Erica, the greatest thing in the movie happens, right? I know. Right? And right? I yelled and I screamed and I yeah. cheered. Yes, I have it written in caps with five exclamation points. So do I. Yes, we get, okay, spoiler alert, everybody. Although um, I was watching and I like, I started getting like antsy. I'm like, is anybody from Step Up 3 in this movie? Um, so then I looked at IMDb and I was like, oh my God, yes, he's in it. And then he comes out and it's just like, motherfucking moose. Mm -hmm. Motherfucking he's just, moose. He's just there to dance and be like, 
you shouldn't do this. And Eyebrows is like, okay. Okay. It's the best thing. Because Moose comes out and dance. And everybody remembers Moose from Step Up 2 and Step Up 3. My favorite character ever. Because he's the best character ever. He comes out and now, like, he's dance. And, of course, it's amazing because the kid can fucking move. Mm -hmm. But then, like, meanwhile, Peter Gallagher is watching all this. And, like, everybody's still kind of dancing. And Moose goes over to Peter Gallagher and is just like, I'm Moose. So, you see this community needs this, huh? And Peter Gallagher's like, you're right, Moose. <laughs> and then he's like, like, why Moose? And then Moose and, is like, why not Moose? And that's it. It's great. Like the movie ends. <laughs> yeah, the movie doesn't quite end because there's one more great thing that happens after that. But it's just like, like, Peter Gallagher, the only person Peter Gallagher's going to listen to is, like, the little kid with the fro. Like, just, yeah. like, that's that's all it took. All it took was, you know, like, like, you know how Dorothy could have clicked her heels the entire time and she would have been home? Yep. All you really needed was Moose to fly down from New York to talk to Peter Gallagher, and this whole movie could have been avoided, apparently. Because <laughs> when Moose speaks, Peter Gallagher listens. Yep. It's, it's true. Okay. Who doesn't listen when Moose speaks? Oh, oh God. Get real. Um, and then, so uh, I will, spoiler alert, the, like, final thing of the movie, because it, again, made me cackle, and it made Brandon cackle as well. Mm-hmm. So, like... We know that obviously they save the community because you can't end a step up movie with the community being destroyed. Right. Um, and it just so happens that like one of the dudes in the board meeting is like, oh, hey, by the way, I represent Nike. Can you guys all do a commercial for us? <laughs> yeah. And it ends with like, and I had to watch the end credits because I was really hoping that like they would add like the Nike commercial after the end credits. Oh, they didn't. That's sad. Oh, and they didn't have any special features on the DVD from Netflix. So yeah. I assume one but it's just like it, again it gets to that point where you just can't not smile because everything is great and happy and everything works out for everybody yep oh that's like, even I... the mayor gets to dance like everybody's great that's the way these things go right and now peter gallagher can move on to another small uh ethnic community and destroy them unless they can dance and he or tells he tells he tells emily she could be a dancer right um, God, I don't even remember. I assume he does. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, well, I mean, she's got a Nike commercial now, so, you know. that's the, Hey, the rule was she had to be, a, like, a getting paid as a dancer, right? Yep. <sighs> um, and, I mean, that's essentially step up four. It is yeah. 90 minutes. I guess you could say it is about 20 minutes of, like, rehashed plot and kind of, like, yeah, blah, 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 like, cliche story, and then... Um, 70 minutes of just fantastic dancing. Which is all that movie really needs to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely. It's pretty great. Yeah. it's uh, Now, where do you rank it within the Step Up universe? Oh, um, I think I still go Step Up 2, Step Up 3, 4, 1. Okay, I, I think I am similar to you, but for me, it's 3, 2, 4, 1. Okay. Yeah. Um, and let's get to what no, you, do you have uh, high notes and low notes? Um, yes, I do. Okay. What are some of your high notes? So my ho- high notes. Um, uh, wait, let me find them. <laughs> um, oh, during the dinner flash mob there, we didn't talk about that. Like there's <clears throat> very, there's particular characters who have particular services within the mob. And one of them is a guy who, videotapes all their performances mm-hmm. in um how so shall we say like a um a, why can't i think of the word i have no words this morning i'm like a spaz <laughs> i can't think of the I word i want to use do you want me to call moose he can probably yeah, figure that out moose will help me um 
In a cinema verite? In a... No, uh, like in a sneaky way, but not sneaky. <laughs> in, an okay. under, in an undercover way. We'll go with that. He he videotapes them undercover. Um, so like in the first one, he, he has an ice cream cart and he's taping from oh, there. Yeah. But during the dinner flash mob, the camera's inside a roll. He's <laughs> pretending to be a waiter and he's carrying the tray with the roll on the camera. That was pretty great. Yeah, nice. um, also, they basically, when they bring Emily to the mob for the first time, they basically tell her the first rule of the mob is you do not talk about the mob. <laughs> yeah. Which was pretty great. Um, like I said, I, I liked the jellyfish dancers. They were pretty great. Um, that my my note is actually Sandy Cohen equals Mike Chang's dad, which is eyebrows Peter Gallagher because on the OC he's, he's he, oh, Sandy Cohen, yeah, but and he's, he's essentially playing the part of Mike Chang's dad. Yes, he is. His daughter is an Asian. Um, and also it um, boy, I just totally lost my train of thought. Um, oh, in the first during the first scene, I questioned whether or not step, step up will just become tourist advertisements because they were basically like here's miami it's beautiful so i'm curious where the next one is going to be Ooh. that's not I, I know that's just a straight observation but. but they might as well keep going with it like next one should be like step up hawaii yeah and they or like step up cleveland <laughs> step up cleveland i like the idea that because yeah the i mean the first two took place in baltimore which i mean it Baltimore, like, there's actually a lot of filming, I guess, in Baltimore. Just, I think that has always had, like, a decent film industry and probably good tax breaks. Yeah. Um, but then we got New York. So now Miami. Yeah, it makes sense. Just keep yeah, moving we'll just keep it moving. to, like, and, I mean, that's, for me, like, the thing I love is I love how they make use of their location. Both, like, the city, actual city, and just every individual place they decide to dance in. Like, Imagine how amazing Step Up Alaska could be. Oh God, yes! You can you can get them like, can on an Iditarod. The dogs can be like yeah. moving them. They can be dancing. On and they snow- can have snowball fights. Yes, snowball um, dancing. They can be on like an oil rig dancing. Yes, I'm there. I'm totally there for this. Yeah, I'm I'm always a fan of bringing anything to an Arctic climate and mm-hmm. dancing. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, uh, with also all your high notes. Yeah, and Shikane, but yeah. Shikane, of course. Um, yeah, mine, um, I just love that Peter Gallagher has to be cast in any dance movie. And I mean, like, he is a performer. Like, he was in, like, the Guys and Dolls revival. Like, I'm, he can sing and dance, but I just like that he keeps getting cast as the non-singing dancing guy in all these movies, like Center Stage and Burlesque, obviously. <laughs> um, I just love that these movies are still just pure heart and just positivity. And even, like... The meanest character is, like, Trip, who doesn't really do anything that bad. Yeah. Like, so even, like, nobody is actually a bad person. <laughs> and it's just, like, so sweet and disgusting. Um, the dancing, obviously, is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I really liked, like, some of, like, the, like, how simple it was for Emily to decide that this was a great community. Like, she spends one night with the people in the neighborhood. Um, and it's like, we can't tear this down. <laughs> Is there is there salsa dancing in three? Yeah, there is no, in two. two, two. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, it, do we have to have like salsa dancing in every step? Maybe up all film? the even numbers. Okay, so we'll so watch out for six. Yeah. All right. Um, and like just like some of like the simple like writing, like you know that they put in the line just to get a quick laugh. When I was your age, I didn't even have other YouTubes. And <laughs> like, sure, I mean, I laughed at it, but like because I'm an idiot. Um, and so they're just, it's just fun and it's, and moose, you get moose. 
And like, as if we were waiting for him, which we were, but I love it. I was. I was getting nervous. I was like, is Moose not in this one? I cheated. I peeked online on IMDb to see if Moose came in. Um, your low notes. Low notes. Um, Oh, I got really annoyed during the when Emily and Sean first meet. We didn't talk about it, but they ha- they have a dance when they first yeah, meet. Yeah, and she fucking sucks, right? She doesn't suck. I thought she was good, but she's throwing so much sand around. I'd be so pissed if I was anyone standing there watching them dance. I'd be like, stop. <laughs> like, ew, ew, get it off of me. Stop throwing sand in my face, you bitch. Like, ah, oh, I was so annoyed by her. Um, I thought that scene amusing just because it was very much, like, designed to be that, like, that scene of, like, meet cute and then dance off. But, like... There was something about her dancing that was so frenetic and aggressive that I was like, what the fuck is she doing? Well, because she didn't expect him to be able to dance, and then he could, so then she got really, really aggressive in her dancing to be like, I can dance too. Oh, yeah. Um, I can do the Pomchenko. She was doing so much sand throwing, it made me very angry. (laughs) Um, And the dancing in the water made me angry, because I was like, this really doesn't make sense. I can see that. Uh, My big low note, and this actually applies to all four movies. I do not understand. Something to respect about the movies is they're, they have fairly, like, um, diverse casts. Like, you've got, you know, you look at the cast of Step Up 2 and Step Up 3, especially, and you have, you know, you have black people, you have white people, you have Asian people. Like, you have this, like, you know, good mix. But why in four movies are we still stuck with white leads falling in love with each other? I do not know. And especially, like, if, especially if you look at parts 2, 3, and 4, the... Like, romantic leads look exactly the same. Yeah, Like, dark-haired, good-looking white guy, dark-haired, good-looking white girl in all three movies. And the first one we just don't even talk about. Yeah. And it's, like... Although on it one still hand, applies. It does, yeah. On one hand, like, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's just, like, the leads are, the, are going to be the least interesting part of it. Like, it's kind of the way the movies are designed. Sure, but, like, there's something that really bothered me this time watching it, like... Just, it felt so, like, okay, and now, like, so we've got, we've got this really great dance cats, like, their DJ, you know, we've got their, like, you know, you look at the group, and it's really mixed, but, it's like, you get the feeling when they did their casting call, it was, like, looking for, you know, uh, female age 18 to 28, can dance, good-looking, white. <laughs> and it's it was really bothersome this time around to realize that, like, how hard would it have been... Like, they're a fucking Cuban-American community. How hard would it have been to have the male lead be Latino? Yeah, it couldn't have been very hard. Right. Like, instead, you cast a really white guy to, like, you know, who was fine. Like, I mean, he was cute. He was likable. But there was no... And even, like, I'm saying this, and I think his name is, like, Guzman. So he probably is Latino. Um, Let's see. Yeah. I'm sure, like, Guzman is a, you know, Spanish name. Um... But you look at this guy, this guy's a white guy. Yeah. And he, or if he's not like, he's your typical soap opera white Latino where he might as well just be like, you're calling him Latino, but really he's as white as you can get. Um, and it just seems like they have an opportunity to throw in more diversity in your lead roles and they're, they keep not doing it. And it was really bothersome to me this time around. Oh, so the, well, he's basically the only black character who's in the mob that oh, his he, name is Jason that's Twitch see I don't remember him he because I remember he was the one who puts in the call like when he like when they get to the montage before the finale 
like he kind of called, makes a phone call. He's like, yo, I need you guys here. So he calls them to come. So that's when I realized, I'm like, oh, he must have been in part three, but I didn't remember. Yeah, him. he is. He plays the same character. His name is Jason in both. I don't remember him in, in the second one, though, or the third he one. He wears funny glasses with no, he wears like the big horn rim glasses with no uh, frames, with no uh, lenses in them. Okay, I need to Throughout the whole movie, he's also from So You Think You Could Dance. He was my, he's the reason I, wa- I started watching So You Think You Could Dance, and no one's been as good since him, so I stopped watching. I oh. literally watched one full season of So You Think You Could Dance, and then the next season, I was like, no one's as good as Twitch, I don't want to watch. Oh. And then I never went back to it. Well, I'm glad to see he's still working then. But I didn't recognize him, and they didn't make a point that he was the same character. No, he was, he no, wasn't wearing <laughs> the glasses, so I didn't recognize him. Because the whole time, I'm looking at like everybody in the group, and I was trying to figure out if I remembered any of them from Step Up 3. Because I assumed somebody must have been. But I think they said early on with him that he was, like, they kind of do a really quick intro of, like, the core members. Mm. Where it's like, she's our DJ. And he's our artist. And he was from Baltimore. Or he was from New York. And I was like, oh, he must be the connection. But then I forgot it because he doesn't say anything for the whole movie until the end when he makes a phone call. So, yeah. And I mean, maybe they downplayed it because, again, not that many people saw Step Up 3. It wasn't a huge hit. So you don't want this movie to be so reliant upon it. Um, but it, I did feel like they could have given a little more fan service to people who like Step Up 3. Yeah, it's people like us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that would have been nice. There's or even like, like an update, like when Moose came by, it's like, oh, say, hey, how are things in New York? You could have been like, well, the group actually is doing this and stuff. There's like but. zero trivia on the film. I know. Like the one I look at the trivia and that's like one thing. And it's like everybody did their own dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did she top 10 perform? I'm trying to figure out if she, if Catherine McCormick won, so you could think you could dance or not. If it just became like a vehicle for her once she, see full bio. It doesn't say it on the bio page. I would assume it would be there if she won. Yeah, I would think so. Let's see. Did Catherine... I, I thought she name. was okay. Um, it's the kind of role that somebody could easily get lost in. And she like, she does need to work a little bit on like being a little more like at times she looks very blank. Um, but yeah, she was okay. Like she didn't, she could like, whereas in the first film, I kind of hated the chick. Um, mm-hmm. she, was she, was fine. she was passable. She was in third place. Okay. Well, good for her. Yeah. Anyway, if you like 80s dance movies, and if, who doesn't like 80s dance movies, this is break-in for the 21st century. There is no is, yeah. irony about it. This is just a good-hearted, look at these people dancing, and here's a little bit of romance, and here's a little bit of friendship and community service stuff. Like, It's just pure fun. Um, I was happy to see it just kind of follow the same trajectory, and I hope there's a step up five. This we'll movie see. didn't... Like, it didn't lose money. It kind of, it broke even in the U.S. and I think made money overseas. Um, so, you know, there's no reason not to keep going. No, they should. I'm trying to yeah. see if there's, oh, there's a Facebook page for it. Step Up 5, The Rain Dance. <gasps> Maybe they film in the Amazon. <laughs> Maybe they go to South America. That would be great. That would be, that. I don't, I don't think this is anything official. <laughs> oh, but is it like, wait, like, it says step up. Wait, there's, there's going to be noise because I just turned on a a video. It says step up five trailer. Is this an actual trailer, though? I don't think so. Oh, is it? Look at my hopes up. 
I don't know if the listeners can hear this or not. I don't know if it's recording. No. I don't know. I, I know you can't hear it, right? No, not really. I, I hear tiny talking, but. All right. Well, we're just going to put it out there. We are totally in favor of a step up five. And unlike step up four, which I did not get to go see in the theaters because it was a very busy time in my life. Um, I will pay to go see step up five. Let's see. Now there's someone dancing, trying to skip through it and see if it's, it looks like anything official. No, I don't think, I think it was just someone being like, I'm going to make this a thing. <laughs> and then people will watch me dance instead of the and step it up people. apparently worked. It did. It worked. It totally worked. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There's no information on it right now. It doesn't look like. All right. Well, do you have any uh, more to say about Step Up for Revolution? No, I think I think that's it. Yeah, it, this movie is only right now. It's only on DVD. It's not on Instant Watch yet. Um, could eventually go there. Step Up Three eventually did. So uh, it's a recommend for me. You don't have to have seen the other movies, but maybe you should see Three so that you get the moose reference and if <laughs> well, you're two going to see and three, three then you have to see two yes so, so just skip just number one <laughs> yeah you don't need to see one you really don't and i cannot say this enough and like know, the fast and the furious series from my exactly opinion. that's what i was about to say i was <laughs> going to say hey, much like the fast and the furious you can skip the first one I and did, um perhaps the second but isn't didn't one of the guy who directed a couple of the fast and the furious movies did he direct the several movie around I don't think so. No, no, I think okay. it's just me being like, well, I said this to Brian's fiance when we were watching it. I was like, essentially, Step Up is to dancing what Fast and the Furious is to cars. Like, Absolutely. It's just like fan service. Like, yeah, you want to see people dance? We're going to dance. You want to see fast cars drive fast? Beautiful people drive fast cars fast? We're going to do that for you. Yeah. And exactly. that's why we're going to cover Fast and the Furious. <laughs> At some point, I'm making you do it. It's going to be like, you're going to be like, Erica, it's your turn to pick a film. I'm going to be like Fast and the Furious. And I'm going to be like, fuck. And then Emily is going to be like, we're going to do this musical. And then it's going to be Erica's turn again. I'm going to be like, Fast and the Furious (laughs) 2. My problem is I saw the first one and I hated the first one. I just thought it was Uh, off the point breaking. It wasn't good. And then I know everybody says, oh, they got better once you got to three. But I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to have to watch two movies to get to the good one. But, but then again, I would say the same for characters. Yeah, no. Because. Oh, but I've seen Point Break. I know everything about the characters. No, but then in two, you get a new character because Vin Diesel's not in that one. So you get, is it Tay Diggs? Or no, it's the other guy. Um, the other attractive Morris black Chester? man. This is me being racist again. I'm like, no. You're, you're just showing your colors today, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, man. I Wait, I'm going to look it up. Too fast. Uh, Tyrese Gibson. They were both T's. I could, oh, Tyrese. And they, Tyrese I know him can't actually actor. act, but. He was on America's Stunt Model like twice as a guest judge. Yes. But anyway, you have two characters from, actually, you have yeah. three characters, well, four characters. A lot of people from Too Fast, Too Furious show up in Fast Five, because Fast Five is my favorite, and it's so good, because you get, like, it's like, it's like Ocean's Eleven. You get, like, every character from every other movie comes back, and they all come together to do something, and it's great. Anyway, I, I'm gonna totally going to make you watch. All right, one of these days. Well, next episode, we have, uh, we're Repo. Covering Repo, the genetic opera. Um, yeah. Mostly for convenience, but also because we kind of love that movie. Yeah, it's it's a good, it's a movie worth talking about, and one that maybe some of our listeners have not seen. Yes, because uh, it kind of went under the radar if you weren't in the genre community. I think. Um, so we will cover that next yeah. time. 
so if you don't want spoilers, get that before the new episode comes out. I'm thinking of releasing, try, trying to release episodes on the 1st and 15th of every month. Oh, okay. I like that. Because that's, it's a steady schedule and mm-hmm. it, people know when they're coming out and it works for me. Cause I think, huh? I think when I worked at Hollywood Video, I used to get paid on the 1st and the 15th. So it's always, <laughs> it's always stuck in my head. So now it's our release schedule, I guess. Um, so this one, is being released September 1st. That's when you are hearing it. Although that is not when we're recording it. And then on the 15th, you could look for September 15th. You could look for our repo, the genetic opera episode, all of that and more. Um, yes. If you have things you would like to say about step up for revolution, revolution, find us over at the Facebook page. Just search for Glee cast on Facebook. You will find us there. Um, then that's it, right? If you have, or if you have any feedback, you want to leave us an email, you can email it to gleecast at gmail.com. Although I don't know, I think the best place for feedback now is just the page because. Yeah, because we're kind of recording. Recording in advance so that we can have a schedule for you guys. So I don't think we're going to do feedback on the show anymore. Um, but just. For the most part, yeah. Just because also like Erica and I have like crazy schedules coming up. So we wanted to kind of prepare and make sure we had episodes for everybody to hear. So at least for the next couple of episodes, they're probably going to be recording a little bit in advance. Um, so, so if you have something like that you really want people to talk about, then definitely leave it on the Facebook page. Yeah, because we're always there anyway. Yeah. Um, and that's that. So we'll be back in 15 days with, with uh, <laughs> Repo the Genetic Rapper. Talk to you then. Later. Bye.